Hey, it's Chell. And Josh. And welcome, welcome to, to the Unstuck, Unstuck Institute. Institute. Stuck in a day job you hate? Not sure how to start and grow your own business? The Unstuck Institute podcast is all about helping you take your next step on the road to working for yourself. Hey, hey, Unstuckers, Chell and Josh here, as per usual. But this week, we have a guest with us. Her name is Noah Ronan, MBA PCC. She's a speaker, coach, author, vlogger, disruptor, and coffee lover, bringing more than 20 years of experience in change management, human resources, project management, and coaching. Yeah, so this was a really fun interview. Um, and our first guest, who is not American-born, I believe, <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah. She talks about, you know, uh, getting through the hump, the getting over the hump of, uh, of being stuck and how to push through and how to, um, or, or tells us about that little voice in our heads that says you're not good enough. So it's a really good interview. I think you guys are going to like it. So there was one part that I really liked where she just kept saying yes and didn't really know what was going to result from it, but she just kept saying yes to different things people were recommending. And that kind of led her on the path that she's on now, which is so awesome. So this is the second time we've heard this in a couple of weeks, guys. Say yes. Yeah. Say yes. We'll say yes. You say yes. And without further ado, our interview with Noah Ronan. Welcome, Noah. I'm going to say Ronan. Yes, you may. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Memory. Memory from two uh, minutes ago for the win. Welcome to our podcast. <laughs> so glad to have you on. Thank you for having me. At least before we started, we had a lot of laughs. So I hope we can keep it going. <laughs> yeah. See, now, now we're ready. We're warmed up. We're ready for this. Uh, so, so tell our audience a little bit about yourself and, and your story. I, I don't know if you know, maybe some some highly trained ears out there might be hearing that uh, you have a bit of an accent. So where are you from? <laughs> yeah, so that's always the question I hear. It's part of my life since I moved to the U.S. 15 years ago. Where is she from? Uh, so I'm originally from Israel, and um, that's kind of like why we're having this conversation in a way, because 15 years ago, my husband and I moved with two little kids from Israel to New York City for a job opportunity for my husband. And now these two kids are vicious teenagers. And um, before the move, I worked in human resources training and change management consulting. So I was in that corporate path, um, feeling like I'm doing my thing. Um, came to New York City with MBA, executive experience, and Sounds a bit like a victim, but no one really cared about my experience. Um, and that's kind of like where my story starts, the second time in my life in a way um, of really feeling stuck with my life, trying to figure out how can I have what I had before, fighting everything, including myself, and not able to achieve that. And I, I know we talk about stack, so that was the moment when I looked in the mirror and I asked myself, how come you, the get it done person, the person that took people through change, that is a real doer, is not able to bring results? 
Now, um, my biggest obstacle was really my my language. English is my second language, so I had that mental block, and that mental block was a story I was telling myself that I will not be able to make it with my second language because it always felt to me that no matter where I went with my first language, which is Hebrew, um, that I was an influencer. I had that, you know, magical silence that people listen to my ideas and mostly follow them. And suddenly there is this new silence of, I'm not sure I understand what she's saying. So I heard a lot of pardons and stories and it made me feel incapable. Um, so, so that's, that's how, how it started. And I was stuck for a long time. And when I was kind of like in the low, lowest moment, I started blogging. And 15 years ago, if you think about it, blogging was like podcasting today. It was a big thing. Uh, I just saw that movie um, that inspired me then, Julie, Julia. Yes. Uh, right? <laughs> and, and I said... I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to write. And for many years, I wanted to write and I never touched that area. So I just started writing and it was not for creating any success or, you know, it, there was no intention. It was just an emotional outlet for me to process my thoughts. And it was about being an Israeli mom in the U.S. And I do believe that when you start that path of creativity, people connect with you and that's what happened. People start having conversations with me through the blog and then reach out to me and ask me how it is to live in Brooklyn because Brooklyn became like a family oriented area. Um, so I said, cool, I have a business. I'm going to start that. And when I launched with my, my business, women reached out to me from the US and asked me, how were you able to do that? We feel so stuck. Can you coach us? And uh, so my, my story is kind of like the, the other way around. Every time I couldn't see what's next for me, people were pulling me to see something in myself I was not able to see. And it started with the coaching and I was so lost that I decided just to explore and see what coaching is all about because I knew, I knew consulting, I knew training, I knew human resources. So that was about 11 years ago that I got into that. Uh, since then, I'm coaching. And um, then people say, oh, wow, you, you're really inspiring and funny. Uh, where can we hear you speaking? And I said, stop, I don't speak with my English. And they say, no, we really want to hear you speaking. Uh, so I got some confidence with English because I never had the problem of, of speaking in front of people. But in English, that mental block, I, I did. Um, so that uh, if you ask yourself, how can you help yourself with speaking um, confidence, I joined Toastmasters that just to help me find that confidence. And it's a speaking club, uh, international organization. So no matter where you are around the world, you can uh, get that support. So that helped me feel comfortable on stage in English. And then people said, so where is the book? So two months ago, that baby um, was published um, a leadership book. So it, it's, it's really interesting, my path, uh, um, how 
every time people called on me and I said, hmm, they see something in me that I'm not able to see in myself. And they help me get unstuck every time. That's awesome. Like, uh, just that, yeah, every every step on your journey is is somebody going, well, here's your next step. Why aren't you doing that? <laughs> and And like you said earlier, like, you're telling yourself a story that's like, sucking out your confidence. I, I've been in the same position where I've been um, just in the last six months, I've, I've woken up to a, a few stories I've been telling myself that I, mm. I'm just like, wow, like, I don't know why I tell myself these things when they're clearly not true, you know? And then once you kind of get over that hump uh, and you realize the story you're telling yourself is a lie and is just to try and protect yourself and keep yourself safe. Right. Mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. The, the doors that open to you are are just, there's so many of them. Um, obviously, you're finding the same way where your first reaction was like, ah, oh, with my English, I'm not going to be a speaker. But, you know, I've seen some of your, your videos on your website um, show off some of your public speaking. And, um, you know, your English is great. And, and what matters more than that, I think, is the passion and the ideas that flow out of you, you know, and... And that's, uh, it's really powerful. And it's cool to see that at least in a, I haven't seen you live or anything, but, <laughs> but in video form. <laughs> thank, thank you. And I'm going to say something because some of my clients are expatriates. So whenever I hear someone tells me your English is wonderful, it's kind of like, I don't hear that. I just don't. <laughs> and, and that's that voice that we have in our head, because for me, it's like, Hebrew is where, and, and right now, I, even Hebrew is not really fluent anymore because I speak English most of my day. So when I come and visit in Israel, it's like, oh, uh, I don't remember words anymore in my, my own language, uh, my first language. Um, so it's interesting how there are some things that no matter how much people will tell us, but you're really good at that and we don't hear that. And it, there is actually a name for that voice. That voice is the saboteur. Some call them uh, the gremlins, those ugly green creatures or the inner critic. So there are many different names to that voice. And many times when we go through a change, and, and that's kind of like a lot of my focus with people, no matter if it's a personal change or organizational change or leadership change, doesn't matter that voice is very strong because as you said, its job is to keep the status quo. And it's very manipulative voice that tells us, hmm, your English is not good enough, so you're not ready yet. Or you need this morning, I just had a conversation with a client, it's just show me that you deserve that. So that's that their voice. It's kind of like, um, show me that you, you deserve uh, to move forward so there are there are different ways how that voice but it's mostly it has the same slogan it's the same slogan again and again and again no matter what it is that you're trying to change in your life so if you think about it you will realize um that that mostly it says the same thing yeah that's absolutely true and i i will say regardless of what your voice lets you listen to or not <laughs> that uh your English is way better than my Hebrew or any other language. So like it's it's damn impressive to me, you know, like I, I speak one language, so I'm just over here doing my thing. (laughs) So whenever anyone is bilingual or more, I'm just always impressed. So, um, very cool. Um, 
One thing I wanted to ask you about, I was reading your blog. You mentioned you have a blog um, on your website, which we'll link to in the show notes. Um, you're deal you've been dealing with, with a lot of blogging about, you know, the pandemic and everything that's going on. And um, you recently blogged about just dealing with change in general and how a lot of people are having to deal with a lot of change that they weren't expecting right now. But you had an mm -hmm. interesting take on, on um, what is normal and how change is kind of normal anyway. You want to talk about that a little bit? Wow. Okay. So I, you know, I write and I forget what I write. So. <laughs> you, you don't have to, you don't have to read the blog word for word or anything, just the yeah. idea behind it and, and your, your like, history of change. Yeah. So uh, the, by the way, the name of the, the blog is um, messy blog because I believe, and you see that's kind of like, Oh, I forgot even what I said in that. that past <laughs> because it's like, like I had some idea and it's really what's happening to me. You can see the post-it. If you, if you see the, the video, I'm not sure if people can see that, but I have uh, post-its in the back of my, of my, um, my head. I'll take a uh, picture the, so everyone can see it on oh, our Instagram. Awesome. So <laughs> I, I love post-its because I have so many different ideas. So sometimes, but, um, Normal is really something that I'm pushing back right now, that new normal, uh, we're going back to normal. Uh, so at least where I come from, normal is something that can, can get in our way. Because if we sit and wait for the normal, um, we, we get in trouble <laughs> in a way. We get, we get, again, stuck. So um, I, I try to invite people to create for themselves their normal. And, uh, and, and whenever I hear someone says, but I don't do it like the person that did that before me or all the business people do it this way or all, I kind of like push back and say, but what works for you? What works for you? Uh, so, so that's one place where we get stuck. And the other one is when things will go back to normal. And that's really what made me stuck because I had a fear and I was not used to having fears. Uh, for me, the blog, you know, some people with podcasts and blogs and other things or websites, they would say, until everything is perfect, I'm not, you know, starting anything. And I just like, one night I was kind of like, I don't know what to do with my life. I'm going to start a blog and that's it. And I was there, out there. So there are some areas that it's very hard for me to just jump and do and other areas that my fear will block me and stop me. And I, I learned that I cannot wait for the fear to disappear because it won't. So I break the word fearless to fear less. And what I try to do is take those little steps that I am working with the fear rather than waiting for him for the for the fear to disappear. And I feel it's the same with the idea right now with the normal. So some people are waiting for everything to get normal. So they are just stuck and they don't do anything uh, because they are waiting. And that's when they feel like there is no movement for them. So I... I hope that's what you were referring to when you asked that question. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like you just summed up the Unstuck Institute too. Like in what you just said, you just like, un that's the Unstuck Institute. Just getting mm. over your fear, taking those small baby steps and doing what you feel is right and your next step. So I love that. Yeah and, <laughs> yeah. and it's really right now, you know, there is a lot of sense that we have no control, Right. 
So sometimes I say, just ask yourself in this space of no control, what is one thing you can do that you have control? And if it starts with just taking coffee and drinking, the dog agrees with me. So um, if it's just like taking a cup of coffee and drinking it, I'm a coffee lover. So start there and then move on. So that's that's how I'm trying to approach um, what you were saying about fear and control. So tell us about your book, because that's the new thing you're doing, right? So people... (laughs) Wait, first, first of all, who are the people who said like, okay, now you're a public speaker, where's your book? Is, were these people that just came, <laughs> did they just come to your events and they were like assuming speakers have books and books and authors speak and that's how it works? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's kind of like, so where is the book? And And some of them were friends of mine that invited me to speak in groups and then before I started the event, uh, that those people would ask me, so where is the book? Your ideas are so different. <clears throat> and I hear that a lot. So my book name is Beyond Leadership from Awareness to Awareness. And in the middle, as I mentioned, the messiness part, there is awareness. And there are three parts to the book, the awareness, mess, and uh, awareness. And, and really, it's about creating awareness. And if, if you think about the story uh, that I shared about myself, I was so focused on the doing where I, I, this book came from a place of frustration with a lot of theories or whatever it is that focus only on the doing. And I, going through my own leadership path um, through life, I realized that there is so much focus on doing leadership, doing change, doing business. But we are missing the being, as I call it, the being energy, which is very important. And I believe it's what keeps us from moving or it can help us thrive. And I I call it the force. I call the being the force because it contains emotions, our feelings, emotions, and our mindset, which is the thoughts, and they can be positive or they can be limiting beliefs and fears. So when the being force is, you know, when we have their mental blocks and our mindset not working or our emotions are uh, against us, we're stuck. We're not moving. There is no movement with the action. Uh, on the other side, if you just focus on the doing, you don't feel anything or you're choosing to avoid something that is uncomfortable to you. And that's where we feel that we are not authentic or we are not sure how to show up uh, or we just don't see consistent results. It's like one day I'm here, one day I'm there, one day I'm here, one day I'm... It's like it's all over the place. And really what I'm trying to do in my work with my clients and in in this um, idea in the book is how can you identify those autopilot blind spots when you are in that awareness space and work on it, figure it out in that awareness space and then move to awareness, but you don't really stay there. And that's what I'm, the other thing that I'm missing, that you don't stay in awareness and people don't talk about it. You go to trainings and people pay a lot of money and they tell you, you are here, you're going to get there and everything's going to be beautiful, but you go back. 
And um, I am missing that part of people understanding that when we are stressed or distracted, we just go back to our old behaviors and habits. And no matter if some of us will go more to the doing, some of us will go more to the being. So I will give you an example. For example, when I am distressed, uh, when I am stressed and distracted, I will become control freak type A. And I will be very annoying to everyone. Everything has to be perfect, right? I just go back there. And then, the, the, you know, there is that understanding. Okay, the type A got over me. I need to go to the other side and relax, right? But it takes some work to understand that this is what I do. And that's my tendency. And that's my autopilot. And I will always go there when I'm stressed and distracted, and therefore, I need to learn how to bring myself from awareness to awareness. And I call it the illusion of awareness, that we're not aware, that we think like, I got there, that's it, I got it. And then I don't. And it's like, why am I such a horrible person? Why I can't stay that beautiful persona that I am aiming for? Um, so that's kind of like the idea of the book. And and in the end, I really talk about what the essence of the book, which is beyond leadership, where I play with the B, um, where I say, okay, you got to understand yourself. You know your values, you know your vision, you know your why or your purpose, but there are other people. They have other values. They have other vision. They have other purpose. And you need to look beyond yourself. Um, and inspire them, you know, work with them to to bring, you know, whatever it is that you want to bring together. So that's that's the book and the, my ideas and how I work with people and what I speak about. Um, just trying to bring a different conversation in a way. Say, so is it available on Amazon? Yes, it is. It is. Um, I have it next to me because it's my new baby. So yeah, just look for my <laughs> name, Noah Ronan, and. So awesome. Thank you so much for uh, coming on and, and sharing your, your wisdom. I really like how you, how you, uh, what do you call it? Organize the ideas in your book. Um, I'm going to get my hands on that. I have not read it obviously yet, but <laughs> I will. Uh, it sounds, sounds interesting. Um, and write um, a review, write a review after like reading. and review, right? <laughs> Definitely. Review, like, subscribe, etc. <laughs> Five stars. All right. I, I'm just gonna say, please write a review on Amazon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so, where can people go to find out more about you, your book, etc.? Um, so my website, maybe it's a good place to start. It's Noah, my first name, N-O-A. There is no H because it's a women name. It's a girl's name in Israel. So it's N-O-A, Ronan, R-O-N-E-N, coaching.com, NoahRonanCoaching.com. And all social media, the same. It's um, Noah, N-O-A-R, coach. So you can find me. I'm very uh, active on LinkedIn and Instagram. Uh, so that's where you mostly see my my videos or my pictures, the messiness, everything. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> and we'll link all that in our show notes. Um, so with that, let's get to our three questions. All right, Noah, are you ready for this? Three rapid fire questions. Oh, yeah, go for it. Yeah. <laughs> One, if it was your last meal, what would you have? Okay, so it has to have three components chocolate dark chocolate at least 85 percent 
coffee because I'm a coffee lover. So it, at least I need to have my last really good coffee for my coffee shop. There is a specific one. And though I am just, if I would not gain from just looking at dough, I would eat bread <laughs> all day long. So it has to be a really good bread. Uh, that's it. I will be eating some butter. Oh, yeah. You're speaking to my and heart you can right do, now. <laughs> yeah, and you can do the bread with the butter, and then you can do the bread with the dark chocolate and a cup of coffee and some water next to it, and I'm good to go. Preach. Yeah, I can go like, I'm done. <laughs> in, New, awesome. in New Mexico, there's a chocolate yeah. and coffee festival, so you're obviously going to have to go to that. <laughs> okay, okay, I'm going to go. It's it doesn't like, have uh, to be yeah. your last meal. <laughs> <laughs> All right, second question. What is your bucket list travel destination? So now it's Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> Coffee. Coffee and chocolate festival. So it's funny because uh, last summer, uh, 20 years anniversary, my husband and I, we um, were able to go to one of the places on my bucket list, Nova Scotia. So if you haven't been there, you have to go in Canada, Nova Scotia. Beautiful. Um, so that was fun. First time we went without our three kids you know, so probably if we would go to the kitchen, it would be great without them. <laughs> I'm just, uh, but on my bucket list, list, Spain and New Zealand, those are the two places that I really want to check. Cool. Spain and New Zealand. All right. And last, what is your favorite hobby that doesn't make you money? Okay. So it's a new hobby. I'm, I'm still very messy. <laughs> it's gardening. So I used to buy plants and just looking at them, they would die. So, and, and I said, how come I help people blossom, but all my plants die? So I created in my back patio a graveyard. I know it sounds crazy, but I had a graveyard for all my, my pots that died. And I looked at them and I said, one day I will make you blossom again. And Bit by bit, I'm learning um, to to become a better gardener. For some reason, all my clients have green thumb, which is crazy. And um, my tip to all you people who, like me, just by looking at plants, make them die, talk to them. They really like when you talk to them. So that's my little woo-woo moment. Talk to your plants and <laughs> they know. will. Yeah, it's CO2. That's what they, right? It's, um... That makes sense. Yeah, I, I too am a plant killer, so I understand. <laughs> Not intentionally, just is. Yeah, I, I don't do it. Yeah, but now, now we found our way together. So I'm taking really small, what we talked before, really small steps, but I'm getting better. I love it. Cool. Awesome. Well, thank you, Noah, for coming on with us. I really appreciate it. Thank you, guys. It was really fun. Good. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. It's time for a recap. One, squish the gremlin in your head telling you no. Two, listen to the people who see your next step within you. Three, make messy things. Whether you're just starting out or you're several years into your business, you can probably benefit from some of the services on Fiverr. Outsource your marketing for affordable prices. Hire one of their experts to manage your social media, enhance your SEO, keep an eye on your website analytics, or even help you create a marketing strategy. The pros on Fiverr can help you with it all. Check out the affiliate link on the Unstuck Institute site to see how you can benefit from using Fiverr today. 
and we'll be back next week. Website and show notes are at www.unstuck.institute. Remember to follow us on Instagram at unstuck.institute. There you can see pictures of us and things we do and also pictures of Noah and her book. If you love this podcast and would like to help us out, it would be really great if you could share this with anybody you know that might like this podcast or or help launching their own business. Talk to you next week when we'll be discussing resilience. Change taught me that there are two main energies that can help us thrive or get stuck. The being and the doing energies. Noah Ronan. I feel like a lady in a Baptist church.